<sighs> Where the F are you? Well, I'm sorry we didn't start a few minutes early. Maybe I can turn down the light on this chandelier so you can really get the show stop of you. Where are you, Rana? I told you last week I was going to Austria, and here I am. Yeah, but you said you were going to stay in a room somewhere. What do you mean, a room? What, boarding house? What does that mean, a room somewhere? All I know, Rana, is you said you were going to Austria. You were going to get, I don't know if they were going to, I don't know what kind of facial reconstruction. I don't know what, what you were Excuse me. But I'd love a neck lift. If you, know, if you have a name, if anyone has a name, send it to me. Dr. Zismore. But Rana. <laughs> Jonathan Zisma. Exactly. From the but, subway ads? Correct. Yeah. But Rana. Yeah. That is. I'm getting a good look at this. I mean, that's an antlers chandelier, which, you know, I don't want in my own home, but can you see those Alps? What are you in the you? Alps? Where are you? I'm in the Austrian Alps. Of course I am, Rana, darling. That's where I go. You, Rana, when you said you were going somewhere, I thought, okay, fine. She might stay in a suite because sometimes she stays in a suite. What is yeah. that? That looks like you're staying in a house. Well, it's not exactly a house. It's more like a chalet. I think that's the word they like to use here. Let's see if my lighting's better if I turn that off. Not really. Can I be honest uh, with you? It's stunning. Sweetheart, I've said to you several times, you should join me. This would be fun. It would be good for you. You know, okay. that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I never really get much of a response. And so I just, I planned this trip last minute. Of course, I had to bring Steve with me. Normally, I would stay in a room. Just to be fair, the view is just as stunning. I mean, uh-huh. it is. Right. But this time, I have a little more space. You can probably I mean, those are like the, vaulted you ceilings. Hear, you can probably hear the echo. Yeah. Uh, but... It's absolutely incredible. What can I say? The only thing is it's been a little bit, you know, the weather's been exquisite, but I have not had a chance to do my full circuit around the lake yet. And around the lake, they have an incredible, are you kidding me? My nail chipped. I got my nails done today. Oh, wow. Well, that's what happens when you're out in the country, I guess. You nail chips after the first minute. But in any event, they have a beautiful arts walk around the lake, because this is, I believe, where Brahms wrote Alpine Symphony. You're kidding. And I'll tell you something incredible, which is that when you see this place from the road, all of these sort of Alpine villages, I love to drive in the Alps. I'll just say that. And I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, having climbed Mont Blanc sure. this year. Excuse yeah. me, let's not act like you're some kind of papa who doesn't know what I'm talking about. I never about. said I was running, but I didn't stay anywhere like that. And you probably did. Not like that. In any event, from the road, it looks like nothing, but deep hidden inside this village is the most gorgeous alpine lake you've ever seen. If you're lucky, I'll post a picture. I took you on a little tour before I needed to show you. Now the sun is setting. No one will ever see it if they see this video, but it's incredible. It is is, uh, so beautiful that the eye finds it difficult to comprehend. I will say that. It's a lot. It's a to very take beautiful in. place. I mean, the work, all the I don't know Steve if it's woodwork or maybe it's it. is she. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. She's Does she London, appreciate these things, though, Rana? I mean, let's London, be honest. She's go go go. You know, there's so much well, to do and so many museums, and she's a city girl. Yeah. And I didn't know what it would be like to take her out here, and of course, she is all adjusted to the Alpine way of life. Wow, she just was able to take a breath. 
forest bathing. She's doing put down her purse for a second. It's a great place to pick up sticks and rocks, and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a perfect time of year for leaves, of course. She's now learning. You noticed if she's putting them together because I've had questions. Have you noticed if she's putting the sticks together in any sort of satanic iconography? Well, I mean, I'll 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 have a deeper look, but I will say that. Some artwork has been created by her. Some indiv- some unique art pieces. I bet she's very creative. Uh, and she is she creative? I have no idea. She's only you know this big, but she well, right. uh, absolutely is learning about how the leaves turn color. Wow. And she's going to say, a fiery is, it, is it? Are you getting that right now? Are things you, changing? And I am, darling. I and am. the fall is happening. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's absolutely stunning. And you're able to buy your turtleneck. Well, I guess you always wear a turtleneck. Well, it's funny. I had my other jacket on. I had my alpine look, and then I said, this is too much for Brian to take, and so I took it off. Good. I'm glad, Ronna, because I – honestly, our guest today knows a little bit about nosebleeds, if you've ever seen The Lobster. Oh, yes. But I'm about to smash myself into an empty swimming pool because I'm so jealous. But in Los Angeles, I heard the weather is beautiful. Not really. I mean, it is. It's always beautiful, but the highs are in the eighties. Like it's not. It doesn't feel necessarily like fall. It's just pleasant. It's nice. Yeah, but well, it's pretty good. I want to go. You know Anywhere. where I can wear my shawl. Where, oh, you know I, what I mean? thought you wanted to go where the people go. I, I, you know, I was thinking of that when I said it. <laughs> I do love Ariel. I do. <laughs> it's beautiful. How are you this week, dear? I want to say a quick thank you. A lot of people sent us private messages. Uh, and I just wanted to say a quick people thank you to the people that reached out and that it was very, uh, very thoughtful and, and very loving. And obviously the news continues to be horrible, but, horrible. Uh, and, and worse by the day. But yes. I just want to say that it was very nice of our community to be so supportive of my, Rana, we've my got, ramble. we've got, we've got, and I mean, community is the right word. It really does feel that way. It's nice. It's gorgeous. And then speaking of our community, we have some incredible little comments from people, but someone did write in with a follow-up that was very important. Oh yeah. Should uh, we start with that? Or? Well, I'll have to hit that. First of all, I think Heather McMahon's comedy special is out, so people should be watching that. If yes, it is. Yes, it is. I just uh, saw a preview for it. Yeah, she's terrific. She and I have been, you know, DMing a little bit. Oh, have you? Hi, hi, Ron and Brian Capital. Why I'm currently listening to your latest app EP that used to be, you know, mean an album. Sure. I needed to share with you that Taylor Swift's bedazzled jean shorts are far worse than you thought. Don't worry, I have photographs so you can share in my horror. The back of the shorts feature a half moon shaped cutout. Now this I didn't see. You've got to see this picture. So basically, I'm seeing it right now, but I didn't see it before under this. the waistband. Yeah. So I we're probably not allowed to say tramp stamp anymore. But that's what these. You know what? This is like a temporary. With. That's right. It's like a that temporary. Must be what it's mimicking. Be jangled tattoo beneath yeah. the waistband to somewhere above the butt crack. I hope spanning across the expanse is a bedazzled chain and rhinestone letters spelling out the brand area. It is mm. perhaps the most egregious piece of clothing I have witnessed in my adult life. I could only find one picture of Taylor in these shorts taken from behind, but don't worry, I'm including pictures from their website so you can fully appreciate this fashion abomination. Thank you for the laughs. Kiss, kiss, Marcella. 
So they're about eight hundred dollars. I'm looking on. Oh, get right out of now. here! They're about eight hundred dollars. Um, I'm seeing no, them. These are, I'm sorry, I have to say it. These are Target jean shorts. If I've ever seen a Target jean short. Well, I just looked up area jean shorts cutout, and they're I'm they range between they seven and eight much. and eight hundred. Yeah, I'm certain that they are, but I'm just saying that this is something that even Target probably wouldn't carry these. I gotta say. Some of these shorts are even worse than you could ever imagine, Rana. And not even the ones she wore. Actually, I'll be honest. I don't even mind that much the ones she wore. Like What? You don't mind them? You don't mind a cutout with a chain in the back? Listen, I don't like it. Well, listen, Taylor has never really been known, I wouldn't think, for her style. Even though she's a song called Style. I don't think she's ever really been known for it. But, Rana, you have got to see what this brand is doing. Look. Get ready. I'm about to put this in the chat. Oh, I don't think I have the chat function. Are we allowed to chat on this? Can I, I don't have, see it. It's a Zoom, sweetheart. You are, you're allowed to chat on it. I don't yes. see my chat. Can someone else do we, the chat? Oh, oh, thanks, Rana. Okay, so this is, is another really, one I have. That was look something. At, look at this. <laughs> it's it's loading. That's another pair of shorts they're selling. <laughs> the Phyllis Dilla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a Phyllis Diller shorts. That's the that's the Phyllis Diller. Would have it says Phyllis Diller in the cutout. <laughs> These are cutout shorts that have a blue flamingo yeah. uh, train. Like all Meredith, the way Ma- the young bottom. Meredith Marks, young Meredith Marks. Oh, Meredith Marks. Wait a minute. I have not. I'm not in any way caught up. And then somebody posted a clip of her and. Uh, Brooks going snowshoeing together. Yes. She was wearing a 12 foot ponytail, like a, you know, Wonder Woman. 20 inches, 20 inches. Yeah. And I thought to myself, and also Cynthia Dupree Sweeney texted Uh, me about. about By the way, is going to be in our next um, long form journalism club. She and Susan Orlean, excuse me. Both. I can't even believe it. I'm so nervous. Uh, You should be. It's you and them together. No, me. Don't I know it? Rhonda's not going to be there. You're going to have to deliver. I have to uh, put on my glasses. And you're reading the Goop article is my that, understanding. I, I read yeah. the Goop article and I got to tell you, it is so well written. It's so good. And it actually do, b- brings you on Gwyneth's side and also just makes you so upset about the entire I situation. haven't read it. I've got to read it. it. Really I've got to read both. it before I listen to the conversation. <sighs> if that isn't an advertisement for the Long Form Journalism Club and patreon.com slash I don't know what is. There you go. But uh, all I will say is that she texted me about something about Whitney on Salt Lake. Oh, Whitney Rose. And, and yes, of course. And I had to write myself a note, uh, an Apple note at about two o'clock in the morning when I received it, which just said the following. And I don't think it's particularly eloquent. It was just something I wanted to remember, which is. Oh, the suspense. In the meantime, while Ron is finding that, Ronica's coming up, everybody, okay? You heard me right. It's coming out. Housewives makes them relevant at a time when the natural rhythm of life is to make them irrelevant. And it's intoxicating. Ooh. So my point is that this is a time in life when women start to say, waiter, I, I said waiter. Yeah. You know, they're not getting service. They're not, or their kids are running ramshackle all over them, or their kids are out of the house, whatever it is. And they get a taste of the Real Housewives nectar, 
and they cannot let go, and they all think that they are somehow cult leaders, or I don't know what it is, they each have their own little following, and they start to believe that everything they say and do is important, when it couldn't be more, it's really a farce, that's at its heart what's great about the show. Absolutely. Satire, farcical, whatever you want to say. And they just can't let go. And that's how they become wilder and wilder in their opinions and in their self-righteousness. And I will say that has been a little bit my problem with the Roni reboot. I like it. Okay. But I almost think they're a little too young because they're so aware of how they might be perceived Uh that it's not quite as fun, at least not yet, because- yeah. You know what I mean? They haven't really gone. They're just too aware of how things operate. Yeah. But anyway, but yes, that that is a, Ronica, that's a wonderful quote. Ron, I wonder if it's wonderful, but it's something. You know, I'm it's just a good, I providing people with something. Uh, Ronica's coming. So November a, 21st. Set, that's when it's coming out. Send us your questions, uh, your panic emails, whatever it is. Your, yeah, even if your you have suggestions. suggestions. Yeah. Ask Ron at gmail.com. We can't wait for Ronica. We have some incredibly exciting things. And in the we hopper. need those by November 14th. You've got plenty of time, but do it. Yeah. Uh, and what Not else? The AS, well, this, the spooky key is coming right up. I'm so excited for weekend. people to see what they're getting at the spooky key. This weekend. And by the even way, that you means. I haven't seen it yet. Not even not, not even I've seen it. That's let me. Um, I'm hoping I have to make sure they send mine to the right address. My spooky key stuff. Uh, because I'm taking be? Steve. I'm taking Steve back to the East Coast for Halloween. She deserves it. The East Coast of the United States. Yeah, are you going to be there? Yeah, I think I will be. Really? Yeah, I think I'm going to be in New York. Oh well, maybe yeah. we could do it in person or not at all. I would love it. That'd be so fun. Well, let's. It's see October twenty ninth, Rana. Uh, well, let's see if we can work it out. I would love that. You want to hear some comments, Rana? I would absolutely adore it and love it. Samila says, "I can't get enough. I've recently taken on a longer commute, and it's actually improved my life because I get huh. more time with Rana and Brian in my ears, making me laugh, think, and reflect upon life. I've worked my way through every episode again, starting from day one." Wow. And I suggest you do the same. But only if you leave five stars and five stars only every time you listen. From lobster t-shirts and JCC politics to an a-hole neighborhood cat and hitting on your biological father at a cake bar during the pandemic, there's no topic untouched in this show that elevates a bi-weekly podcast to an at form that rivals the rotundas of the European churches baby Steve is so fond of. (laughs) <laughs> next Pour, church. Next church, next church. Pour a cup of shades of V, sit back, listen, laugh, and learn, my friends. What a review. Yeah. This next one comes from OnCloud9710, the only advice podcast that matters. Advice podcasts are a dime a dozen, but there's no show like Ask Rana. The honesty and insight of Rana combined with Brian's quick wit and empathy make for the perfect solve for all my emotional needs. Five stars, five stars only. And Isn't w, that the truth? No kidding. And W. Kanyer says, I loved it. I loved the experience emotionally. The words <laughs> above, yes, Joe Firestone's final quote on a recent episode perfectly encapsulate my Ask Rana listening experience. Joe Firestone's book is out, Rana. 
No, it isn't. It is in print and it is out. Tell me everything. Is it a bestseller yet? All I know is she's been posting. Naomi Perrigan's been posting. It is um, It is out. Can I just say, you know, cover your ears, Brian. Yeah. A shout out to Naomi Murder on Perrigan. Sex Island, by the way. Ugh. Yeah. A shout <laughs> Ugh, he's <sighs> a shout out to Naomi Ekparrigan, who has mm-hmm. been such a friend to me, mm-hmm. as always. I mean, such an incredible friend mm-hmm. and such a wonderful companion and someone companion? who I feel I can really speak plainly with. And they, that's no small thing in this world. No, it isn't. Well, I I had, you know. I wish I had more friends like that. Well, you only really need two. You know? I know, and I've only got one. Rana! How dare you? <laughs> yeah, Naomi's okay. You know, honestly, I, I've been meaning to tell you about Naomi. I'm oh, not no. sure. Uh-huh. I'm not sure she's the right fit for the internet, much oh, less this show, if I can internet. be totally honest. Um, wow. I know that she... You know, you can see her specials on Netflix and you can hear Couples Therapy, New York Times recommended. I just personally don't think that she's necessarily got what it takes to be on the internet. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It does. It does make sense. Who does have what it takes? I mean, me. Uh Uh-huh. I don't have what it takes to be on the internet. I'll be honest, I don't either. Oh, you do, but I don't. Oh, I don't think I, I don't, do, Rana. I don't have what it takes to be on the internet. I definitely don't. Because I think it takes some sort of... I think it takes... I think you have to be missing something. Yeah, I, I don't do know what too. it is. <laughs> to really and is. truly be on it, To really be too. good, you've got to be missing something. Something's yeah. off. Or you've hired yeah. somebody, one of the two. Yeah. Which maybe I should do that. Hire somebody to turn me into a superstar. And then I could wear that Philistilla area skirt. People have got to see this. Send that immediately to Tony because he's not going to be able to find that. Okay. And that's definitely the cover for the carousel. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? What do I mean by that? You're racing, your mind's racing, racing, racing. You're trying to get to sleep. You know you should be asleep and you just can't do it. Like you know what you should do, what's good for you but you just can't do it. Therapy can help you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. If you're thinking of static therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend, pardon me, with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Rana today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Rana. Wait a minute. Oh my God, Rana. I can't, first of all, I don't know how we got. A star. Young, hip. Hip. A star. Do you think she has an the area acci- shorts? An accidental influence. So she, does she have the Taylor Swift area shorts? We're going to discuss it. I, we we got to find out. And if she does, does she have the if Dilla? She doesn't. If she doesn't have them, she's willing to wear them. I'll say that. 
If we, yeah. I, if we, if we challenged her to a duel, and the answer was she had to wear the area jeans shorts that Taylor Swift wore to the. I don't even know what game. One of these Travis Kelsey games. I got to say, it's, Rana, I do feel like Jessica Barden is a second away from being invited into that box. Oh, one. I mean, yeah, but she'll be kicked out one minute. She's, she's, she'll be in, but she's in for one week only. And that's it. They'll kick her right out after. I don't week. like American sports. Oh, wait, well, is that what you're there for? Don't you like the sport of, of gossip? Wouldn't you want to yeah. just witness it all going down? And now that you're living in Tribeca, aren't you right? Just a hop, skip, and a jump from Ryan Reynolds. And t- I was about and, to say uh, she's right next Blake door to Blake Lively, Lively I'm sure. Who started this whole thing? I've got the address. I've got the door codes. I don't need See? to go to the sports games. You know her Wait from everything. Jessica Barden. The we end call of you, the fucking we, Are we calling you Jessica? Are we oh, calling you, you Jesse? Jess? Are we calling you Jess? Jesse? Who do you want to be today? Everybody calls me Jess or Jesse. No one really calls me Jessica. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'll call you. Oh, God, now I have to think about what I want to call you. <laughs> I'm going to call you I, Jess. I'm going to call you Jess. Great. I'm going to call you Jesse for sure. I love it. Well, I love it. it. Yeah. Now, Jesse Baden's here. I, I have to say it. And people want to hear me say it. Let's be honest. Jesse Baden is here. I love that. I love I that. I cannot even handle it. How do we know Jesse Baden? How did we, Baden, how did we even get her on here? She and baby Steve, her, she has a daughter who's around the same age as baby Steve. Oh, that's and Jordan, nice. my son Jordan, who Jesse knows, is an incredibly, incredibly I, successful underground filmmaker. He's in okay. New York. He's okay. They all sort of run in that circle. And so when and Jordan's Jordan running around with, with babies? When Jordan is with Steve. <laughs> No, they all run in the hip. Is that his click, Rana? You know, the 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 hip young, we're too young to be parents, but we are anyway. What do you want to do about it, sir? Right. Ah, uh, you must be so proud. Uh and Je- and so I got to know Jesse a little bit through that click. Got and it. of course, I mean I would be remiss if I did not mention that that um, you know, the Winkle dog is the one who introduced us, who is Zoe Winkle, who's, you know absolutely out of a mind you need to get her on this podcast oh no no no. there isn't enough the internet can't handle that i mean we could we could consider it but i know that she's 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 in an eminem song what's one of them song she's in an eminem song called bitch what (laughs) (laughs) i hope she's not the title character which part so um, there's an Eminem song where at the beginning, it's like a girl leaving him a voicemail going, you're trash. You're never going to make it get out of my life. And it's Zoe. She really called him, left him this voicemail going, hey, it's Zoe. I just wanted you to know that you are complete trash. And he, I mean, he goes on, it's longer. And then it goes into the song. Um, she's Did really she, proud of it. Does that mean she dated him? No, I don't think she dated him. She just met him. And then it's all completely true. He called her like a year later and said, hey, like, can I use this? And she was like, of course you can use it. You're a loser. And he was like, can I give you royalties? And she was like, no, I don't want your royalties as if you're ever going to be famous. And then, you know, yeah. So, you know, did did she get the royalties retroactively or what? I think at the time she just was like, get out of my life. Yeah, like, but why doesn't she call him? Yeah, my but favorite thing, my favorite legend. part of this, my favorite part of this is that the she, royalties. well, no, That's my favorite part, part is that she said, yeah, you can use it. 
That's my She's favorite. like, you're oh, going to need it for your big career. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, you're going to be famous. That's She's fabulous. Zoe's the first lady of Brentwood now. Oh, Stacy has stepped aside and Zoe's the first right? lady of Brentwood. I didn't know yeah. Stacy had stepped aside. That that Stacy had abdicated some of her responsibilities. I did not know that. That is She needed huh. to let the new generation shine yeah. and yeah, Stacy my mother-in-law. Ah, <laughs> uh, got it. Okay. The I don't know. Wife. You're only She's using the wife. Got it, Wait, got it, got true it. story. Okay, we met Joni Mitchell at the weekend. You're kidding. Just casually, we met Joni Mitchell. Um, I was with Henry. We walked in, and we were with Stacey. And Joni Mitchell said, wait, you're married to the Fonz? And it, that was what she had to say. Incredible. Can I be honest Incredible. with you about Joni Mitchell? She's only my favorite singer ever. And Blue might be my favorite album ever. I... I think she could stop singing both sides now for like a month. She didn't sing it. She From didn't. I feel, I feel like in it. all I see are videos of her lately singing in that song. Chair, and I love that song. Don't now. get me wrong. Yeah. She didn't sing yeah. it. That's nice. Well, she, she didn't do the party. Oh, she actually sang. She, she went on stage with Brandy Carlisle. And the, I wish you know, I had Brandy, been at that concert. It was at the Hollywood Bowl. Brandy like leaves and you're like, oh no, like she didn't bring Joni. And then the whole stage revolves and she's there in a throne and everybody just goes insane. That's it, amazing. It's like, it's really camp. Like you don't, I, I don't think of Joni Mitchell as camp. And now, yeah. you know, it comes to everybody eventually, you know, it, it really is sometime like first your what is it? First your glam, then you're someone's mother, then you're yes. camp. Like it, it got to Joni. You know, so wait a minute, Rana. You Speaking. should do "I'm Still Here." You should do a, oh you should do a cabaret act singing "I'm Still Here" by Stephen Sondheim. How dare you? Speaking of, uh, how are we getting tickets to the Madonna concert, Jesse? Are you going to come to London and take me to the Madonna concert? Yeah, everybody moved on from Beyonce and Taylor Swift, and now it's Madonna. And by the way, Madonna from waiting least, in the wings from these pictures looks incredible i mean she really Always. she's shifted something that like she she's looking great yeah she's probably yeah. a new skin new body like she's Some, right yeah i wouldn't want to get too close no 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 but, but from the pictures the i'm like oh you've tapered something back or you've done something where yeah. you're looking great yeah the stage picture is incredible but, but yes. listen none of this is why we're here today absolutely not I could talk to Jesse Baden for about six and a half weeks. I've got nothing but questions. I'll just say that. And she's got answers. Yeah. She's got answers. What are your favorite restaurants in New York? I am curious about that. Where do you like to go? Well, I will say Jesse shared with me her London restaurants. And I would say to no one's surprise, but to everyone's surprise, she has a, a very exclusive note that she will or will not share with you. That's all of her favorite London things. Got it. You Do you want to, to be, reveal any of your New York ones or you want to keep it close? Well, yeah, maybe she'll sure. reveal her New Yorks. But I will just say that many, many, many of our London uh, favorite haunts lined up together. And obviously they were old, the old school ones because I'm old Bones Glickman. The young ones I didn't know anything about, but the old ones. And I've, that made me feel very, you know, very evergreen. Good, Ron. That makes me feel really good too. I doubt that it's you share that. the same tastes as a <laughs> woman in her seventies. Excuse well, of me, course. seventies. I'm kidding, Ron. Watch it, Brian, or I'll start talking about your age. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, so my uh, New York restaurants are. This one is. I'm going to start with the first one, which is 
which I only got into because we went with Henry, but Teresi is really good. I've never that, been there. Teresi. It's so good. Okay. okay. Um, then I also really love this place in Williamsburg called Bamontes. Okay. I don't know any of the, these. I'm going to write them down. So Bamontes is... Spell it's been Bamonte. Like B-A-M-O-N-T-E. Okay. Um, it's a full like mafia restaurant. Okay, we love that. It's serious. Old really New York. Old New York. Really old. Yeah. Um, you well, know, Williamsburg you go, used to be that kind of place. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it also used, used to be another kind of place, which it still is a bit, but yeah. Sure. It's really old school. You go for the um Anita who owns it. So she is like second generation owner and Fun. she's there every night. Um and, and she's the reason that you go. And then honestly, I love this place called Benvenuto. Okay. It's a 24-hour diner Fine. in Tribeca. It 24 hours a day. It's the best. Ah, love it. Those are three great wrecks. There's something Wait, for everybody in that. Hold on. Speaking of Tribeca, we didn't get into the most important thing. And I will tell you something. We've discussed this on the podcast before because I have my questions, which is Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner. Mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. you've had a front seat to really? the, at least the custody. Do you live close to them? Do you live close to them or something? We're really close Oh, I have many takes. I many have my own takes. Have you I walked by that ring camera? <laughs> yeah, every day, every day. Look, do we I, know what happened know, on the ring? Do we know what happened on the ring yet, or do we have guesses? Look, I used to know Sophie. We have a lot of mutual friends. Okay. I'm team. I'm team Sophie uh, in every single way, every way. Okay. Uh, I live. Currently, very close to the Taylor Swift apartment, which right now is she's staying you know, in, right? Or it, she was staying every, in. Yeah. Every day you walk by it, there's just hordes of people. I will say that it, it's not, you know, if I was going through a, a very public divorce, I'd probably yeah. stay somewhere just a tad more low. Not the most famous person not in the world's apartment. <laughs> just, yeah. Just a tad more off the radar. Um, unless, of course, you were wanting, you know, that sympathy. Sure. If you don't want to be, yeah. yeah, do you know what I, look, I have many things to say. I'm also a mom, so I'm always going to be on, you know, team mom. Sure. Um, But let me just say, I hope Sophie Turner takes this moment and runs straight to a franchise and just takes this moment yes. and completely obliterates being Joe Jonas's wife um, and being, you know, the Grace Kelly of of Disney Pop, and she just has her comeback, and she is the I queen think of she the will. North. I think people want that. I always her. thought yes. she was sort of more than him, anyway. Though I always thought oh, it was surprising. I always thought it was surprising yeah. that she married him. I mean, she's so never great. Once on, yeah. did I think that he was in some way above her. Never. No, I thought it was never. sort of a step down for her, at least at yeah. least from my seat. Yeah. I just thought he was able to get his mitts on it because she was young when they met. Yeah, look, they got two beautiful yeah. kids from it. She's yeah. young. She, you know, was just too She's young to, to be like the princess yeah, very, of, yeah. of pop or whatever, you know? Like well, she you know what my theory to- was? She just, and I said this on the show, I don't remember what episode it was, but 
I just think she just didn't, she just looked around and said, I'm not talking to Danielle Jonas for the rest of my life. I mean, <laughs> you know. Is that the they, mother or the sister? Or no, it's that? the sister-in-law who lives in New Jersey with the one who doesn't really work. Wait, I'm she sure sounds great. I want to be friends. I'm no, sure that's she's the, one the that nicest she person in the world. I'm sure Danielle, she's take me to a mall. She's my people, Rana. Danielle's my I'm people. I'm sure yeah, she's I the nicest person in the world. Yeah. But as you know, when you get married, you marry the family. And, yeah. you know, in some cases and in certainly in that it case. Definitely. And certainly yeah. in my case. So, yeah. you know, I get it. I get it, Sophie. But, yeah. Um, I hope. Who's she going to end up with? No one. Wouldn't it be Not great if she ended up with Travis Musk. Kelsey? <laughs> <laughs> well, he is right next door. No, I think I think Taylor's going to marry him. She's going to marry him. I think she is too. That seems where like this is headed, and I'm I'm I literally am so happy for her. I really am. It's going to last one year. No, they're going to get married. Even if it only lasts one year, she's like he's got nothing to lose. He's so good. He's job. I think they're both getting married. Her, yeah. Yeah. People are liking this. And it'll be this sort of thing that just falls apart and people say, what? I had, didn't see it coming. And then you can come back to whatever this is, episode 190 of Ask Rana. And, and then and she'll my, come out with an album called like Calcified or something. It'll sell a billion <laughs> copies and it'll yeah. all will be right with the world. Yeah. All right. Should we get into some questions We've here? we got to start yeah. Let's show. do it. Yeah. Okay. Right, Would you like me to start, Rana? Would you Please, to? darling, please. Okay, here we go. I'm going to start with the... Magda. How does that sound? Incredible. Dearest Rana and baby Brian. First, you are my most dearly held parasocial best friends, and I love to have a laugh with you twice a week. I have a professional dilemma. I appreciate the use of parasocial, that someone's actually acknowledging it instead of acting like they have, you know, why did you say, you know, not They understand the limits here. Yeah. Yeah. I have a professional dilemma on my hands, and I need your help. A little over a year ago, I moved from Boston to New York City for my dream job, working at a very reputable design school. I have loved my job from the beginning. I was going to say Parsons, or maybe the new school, but probably Parsons. Very reputable, not reputable. However, I encountered a true nemesis, an experience I'd never had before. I suppose it could be Cooper Union, but yeah. Could be. One of the people I manage, a subordinate, if you will, was furious she wasn't promoted to my position and that I was hired instead. Mm. This woman, let's call her Magda, decided to try to make me so miserable that I would leave. Magda was a relentless bully. She insulted me. Do you think she's named for the housekeeper in Sex in the City? (laughs) Could be. Or the lady who tans in Something About Mary. Okay. Magda, (laughs) her too. Magda, it's never a nice name. Every other woman in Hungary. Correct. Yeah. Magda was a relentless bully. In in Hollywood, if someone's named Magda, you know that they're not going to be the sort of font at all. Yeah, the the, the ingenue. (laughs) Right. Magda was a relentless bully. She insulted (laughs) me personally in our first meeting, calling me, quote, overdressed, a, quote, bigger girl, and making fun of me for being from Massachusetts. Well, I don't like that. She would send dozens of angry emails per day, always ceasing my boss. Magda frequently called me, quote, passive-aggressive, because I would not stoop to her level. She most often communicated by yelling, crying, and hurling insults. 
She was insubordinate and even sabotaged equipment on more than one occasion, like a sewing machine, maybe. I could go on for pages detailing this truly insane behavior. Essentially, it was so bad I was contemplating quitting. I didn't want to leave this. Quitting? Why didn't you just fire her? Yeah, this person shouldn't work that. Absolutely not. I didn't want to leave this amazing job, which I have a real passion for. I made a complaint to the HR and Title IX offices. Being constantly targeted and nagged by this wackadoodle was becoming too much. Finally, Magda was suspended. When she was required to attend anger anger management classes before (laughs) returning to work, she quit. I was so relieved and excited to start fresh. We're finally hiring a replacement, and herein lies the dilemma. I just had found out someone I know from art school is at the top of the applicant pool. Let's call her Karina. Now, Karina's an ingenue. Karina's resume is right for the job. Unless she's Karina. Oh, sure. And she's on a train track? (laughs) Karina's resume is right for the job, and my superiors are interested in interviewing her. But Mm. I'm not so sure. I remember Karina as highly creative, but dramatic and judgmental. While she always liked me and sought my advice, I found her draining. Karina always seemed to be in a fight with one person or another in our studio and would come to me to be comforted and counseled. I'm so exhausted. After, I mean, the thought of that. After graduation, I didn't continue this acquaintance. However, once Karina found out I was working at this reputable design school, she appeared in my DMs to rekindle our, quote, friendship and has now oh. listed me as the number one reference on her application. Oh. I'm terrified. Sense. To, right. I'm terrified to my core of another Magda situation, ruining the peaceful and productive team. Oh, there's a very easy answer to this. On the other hand, I know she sort of looks up to me and will likely be grateful to me if I'm helpful in getting her the position. I'm sure she has the skills to do the job, but it still just feels icky. Is this aversion to dramatic person? Is this aversion to dramatic personalities a response to being bullied by Magda or a sound management instinct? Management instinct. College was over a decade ago, and I'm certainly more mature than I was then. Maybe she is too. Is it better to hire the devil you know? And if not, how do I gracefully advance another candidate without seeming overly sensitive to my bosses or burning a bridge in the small creative community? Thank you for any insights, you fantastic human beings. I love you so much. I did my best to adhere to the style guide. Please don't use my name. I'm an Instagram follower of Ryan. Good Lord. I'm an Instagram follower of Rana, (laughs) Brian, and the show. XOXO, boss baby. Okay. Jesse. What do you think, Jesse? Someone's coming in who really bugged the shit out of you in college. Okay, I'm going to go like around this issue. Okay. And she may not like what I'm going to say. She doesn't have to. You just have to like what you're going to say. So I think that she's actually got to look inside of herself for the answer because look, she, if she wants to have a eventful, successful life in a creative industry, you're Mm. always going to come up against people that are not for you, you know? Temperamental. Well, that's true. Dramatic. You're right. She, look, I, you know, the easy answer is just don't hire this person, but that doesn't really leave you many places to go in your life. So I think that she's got to look inside of herself and go, why do I keep having problems with people and find a way of, you know, rising above people's eccentricities, like people's triggers, trauma triggers. And, you know, Karina, 
could be great. Magda could be great away from work, you know? And I think that she's just got to rise above all of it and be, she's a manager, right? She's in charge of everybody. She's some sort of, yes, she's a boss of something. She's in charge of this position. Yeah. So I think that, you know, she needs to get like a, you know, some kind of, like, maybe she could do boxing outside of work and whatever happens at work, she just rises above it, goes to her boxing class and just beats the shit out of the boxing teacher. You know, I don't want to see a successful woman have to be caught up in these like female friendship, power dynamics, whatever, hire whoever is best for the job and then go home and deal with it there, you know? That's my advice. I hear you. And I think what could be a result of this is, first of all, I'm on the fence about whether or not to push through her hiring um, because it has been over a decade. But I also think the first time this happens, if she does cross a boundary with you, could also be the last time. You are her boss. You could set a boundary and say, if you have a complaint like that, you really have to go to HR or I'm not the one. I'm not I want to see her be stronger after Magda. I don't want Magda to to beat her down and win. You know, like she needs Can. to learn from it and be a bigger boss. I also think in the review of this application, you should be honest and say, I have known this person a long time. Here's my history with her. This was over 10 years ago. My only concern is she's... A, B, C, and D, what you've outlined for us. I mean, there's no point, and you you can be honest in it without saying, absolutely not, we cannot hire yeah. this person. However- Well, I don't think you can have that kind of an emotional response to it anyway. I think one of her fears is that she's going to be seen by management or whatever you want to call it as- Difficult. A, emotional and weak. Mm-hmm. And that that makes her difficult to have around. And I do think in her letter, there is a bit of, shall we call it, sensitivity that doesn't really have a place, that she that is absolutely something that she needs to examine and do the work on and search inside of herself. She's, there's a lot of language in this letter of things that are happening to her as opposed to things that she has control over. And then what am I going to do? You know, and then and then Magda was this way, and she was this way, and she was this way, and then what was I going to do? And the answer is, report her and get her fired if she's that disruptive. In the you know that you have to, if you're going to be a manager, and I don't mean to make it sound like that's easy, but people behave badly in this world, and there are consequences for that. And you're very lucky to say that that's how it happened with Magda, and that you didn't really have to have a hand in it, which was. She ended up having to go to anger management. I mean, obviously there was something pre-existing going on with Magda. Mm-hmm. Now Magda was unwell. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Magda had a little bit of a break with reality after what happened <laughs> or for some other reason. I don't know. But now you're in the position of sort of once bitten, twice shy. But you do know this person. And she did put you down as a recommendation without your permission or without asking you. As, as far as I can tell. And you do have a little bit of agency over your life right now, which is who do you want to work with? This is your direct subordinate. And it's okay so, to say to, your, to someone, I don't think she's right for the job. There's nothing wrong with it, if you believe And that. I think that you can go through this interview process with her and these people if that's what they really want. Or you can nip it in the bud and just say, uh, I, you know... Something very small 
which is, I noticed that she put me as a recommendation, uh, you know, that wasn't something that she ran by me, to be perfectly honest. And I think it's great if we interview her, but I'm not certain she's the right person for the job. And that is the kind of thing that telegraphs to everyone around you that you're not interested in working with that person. But yeah. I do think Jesse's right that if you want to work in a creative field, I mean, I can't even imagine like the stories you could do a podcast, sweetheart, just on this on the personalities you've had to manage in your lifetime in the business that you're in. And I'd love to hear every one of those. To be honest, I want to hear every one of those stories, genuinely. But that is that was very interesting to hear you say that you've had to learn how to figure out what the good part is and how that part or how that part maybe lines up with what you need in order to do your job and not spend as much time placing a 360 value on the person and just thinking this is for now and this person is maybe a super talented actor and a super terrible human being but the only part i need them to be is a super talented actor so i can be friendly uh, and I can do my professional part and play these scenes that I need to play, but I don't need to have dinner with this person to be this person's best friend. Yeah. What is this lady's name? She signed it Boss Baby. Mm-hmm. Boss Baby's her name then. I feel like she... Magda. She needs to have, you know, she needs to really like dive into something away from her job. She moved to New York for this job. And I I really feel a need for her to just like go out and have fun. Yeah. She could use the night off. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, who, no one likes to dread going to their job. And I got to say, even though I will say to your point, Jesse, see, I'm going to go between, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to, I'm going to flip flop between Jess and Jesse on this show. Okay. 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 Um, (laughs) I think a lot of times when you work in a creative field, you a lot of people feel like that has to also be your hobby along with your job. That you there's really it's very difficult to release from it because it's not so black and white. You could She's always be working on something. It. She's she got to release from it. Absolutely, because these jobs are demanding, exhausting. You're dealing with very emotional people. It's one of the few professions where if someone has an outburst at the workplace, like on a set or in a whatever behind the scenes of a fashion show at a gallery. It's one of the few things where people, if someone starts crying or screaming, people really listen and rally behind that person and make them feel like the reaction they're having is okay. You know what I mean? It's very different than I think in other work. Everybody loves to amplify in this Absolutely. industry, you know? Boss Absolutely. baby, don't amplify. Amplify yourself. There it is. She's got to go out. She's got to find a bar. And just well, take yourself seriously. Believe in believe in why you got promoted. Part of why you got promoted was because you're a good decision maker. So stand behind that. Yeah. She needs to believe in herself. There's always going to be a Magda. Always. Everybody right. has a Magda. It's so That's true. Right. Somewhere Everybody in has life, a, Magda. a Magda. And I just really hope for this woman. Oh, man. I don't know. Boss baby could be anybody. I want to see them. Be stronger from Magda. Magda can't win. Yeah. You know, Magda was. I just right. Magda. Th- I think Magda was a big win in this world. Actually, you stepped into this. I think part of what we're dealing with here is the disappointment of she moved from Boston to New York and thought 
she's moving to the big city for this great job and it's all going to be great. And the first thing that happened was that she was met with conflict and disappointment. And it's taken this long. All of her focus has been about getting this job on the right track. And now she has the opportunity to do that. So she's sort of hyper-focused on making the right choice here and doesn't understandably want to deal with someone who uh, she knows to be either difficult or succubus or might be somebody who deep down she might have a fear that that person's going to steal her spotlight a little bit. Which is completely natural, normal part of life. But all those things know? even out. Some, but the people who seem the most fun at first are the people that that other people start stepping away from about three months in. You know. But yeah. she That's actually is in a position to have control over her pick. She. Yes. What happened here was she got a do over, and so what she needs to do is fully embrace her do-over and go through the candidate pool and decide whether it's Karina or whether it's somebody else. And if it's somebody else, she doesn't have to give Karina this job just because she knows her. And that is the thing that she needs to step into is that she doesn't have to be nice. She has to figure out who she wants to work with. And she has I that will say there's a very she should do that. Karina quality about you, Jesse. You, you do have sort of like, you could be like, an Eastern European mysterious sort of spy, if you want. Have you ever played anything Thank like that? You. No, I'd love to. I could see it. I could see it. Yes, I meant it as one. I could see it. When did Maybe Karina that's become why a spy? I... No, Maybe I'm just saying. I'm trying oh, just to advocate Karina. for Karina a bit. You know, maybe that's why I'm trying to. <laughs> exactly. There's always going to be a Karina or a Magda, especially in a city, you know, especially in New York City. Right. They're everywhere. You know, you move a rock and there's a Karina or a Magda, you know? It's true. I, I Rana, want this to like, be yes, a success story for, for Boss Baby. I think this is a moment where she's growing out of one shell and into another. I agree with that. She's molting for sure. But she needs yeah. to make the right choice for herself. And if she doesn't, you know, she'll have to live with the consequences of that as well. No, no. That's so severe. No, I I'm think sorry. That I'm sorry, we should Jessie. reframe that as if this doesn't work out, you know, she'll figure it out. Life is like, because also I'm getting a sense of where like I think a perfectionist thing, I think there's like a perfectionist element to her yeah. coming through and like, she thinks that like this decision is, that means that it's is always going to be like that. Yes. And even though she's the boss she doesn't have control over anything, you know? She needs to kind of, maybe there's like a playing God thing to it that she needs to just like let go of. I think that's excellent advice, genuinely. I mean, I think that that's right. If it doesn't work out, okay. You figure out that next step, but maybe it'll be great. Yeah, but anything pick, in Pick it. the person that your gut tells you is the right person. Rana here. Have you heard about Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit? Excuse me. With the jam-packed fall season in full swing, for me, there's never been a better time to try a service like Factor. You can skip the extra trip to the grocery store, the chopping, the prepping, the cleaning up, excuse me, while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. You can choose from over 35 weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never-frozen meals that promote a healthy lifestyle and vegan meal preferences, all ready to eat in just two 
minutes, excuse me. And they've got all the fall flavors like cranberry pecan chicken and apple Dijon pork chops. I mean, the list goes on and on. You can either do upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, asparagus, excuse me. Or you could go for an effortless wholesome meal like a grain bowl, salad toppers, that sort of thing. No microwave required. And if you're calorie conscious, they have an option for that too, excuse me. Or you could just do certain meals a day. Just breakfast, apple, cinnamon, pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, potato, bacon and egg breakfast skillet. I mean, the list goes on and on. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices. So this October, why not get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle, excuse me? Head to factormeals.com slash rana50 and use code rana50 to get 50% off. That's rana50 at factormeals.com slash rana50 to get 50% off. Fabulous. I've been listening to you both for over 10 years through different ventures, and the joy and laughter you've brought me cannot be overstated. I come to you with a question regarding house-sitting etiquette. I mean, we need to do a highlight show that's just house-sitting. There's so many issues with house-sitting on this show. That's true. That's how, by the way, that's how- How does it uh, go so wrong, Rana? How, it goes so (laughs) left, Jesse, I can't even tell you. This is, but also this is a demographic is house sitters. It's all people with houses and people that sit in houses, honestly. I come to you with a question regarding house sitting etiquette. How do you sit, remember the guy, remember the guy that was wiping his- Balls all over all. Well, the, that was uh, your. That was. No. That's what you were. That was your supposition, <laughs> yeah. Rana. That he was. He was taking we, the dirt. No, not that one. He wasn't house sitting. That guy was dog walking. I'm talking. That's the. That's the husband. I'm talking about the guy who took the gym towels and used the oh, dirty gym towels to have right. sex on or something. I don't know what he did. No, he used the like nice that. towels, Rana. He used the he nice used towels the nice and then towels. stole the gym towels. <laughs> that's when he stole the gym towels. <laughs> Dear Ron Bright, okay. Uh, how do you set boundaries with a house-sitting friend without coming off like an asshole? Good question. Some background. Over the pandemic, my partner and I both sold our condos and had the privilege of moving into a bicentennial country house. Two hundred year old. For the past two years, we've been restoring the house, raising a flock of chickens. Oh, just don't raise, don't raise geese, whatever you do. You can't get whatever, you can't get geese poop off the bottom of your shoe for the life of you. <laughs> and working on a building, on building a floral farm. Not an easy endeavor with two full-time jobs in the city, but incredibly rewarding. When we need to be away for extended periods, we usually ask friends if they'd like to stay at the house. We make sure to leave gifts for them to enjoy during their stay and directions on how to take care of the animals. It is a small job in itself to manage the house, but we think a fine experience for our city-dwelling friends. We are very grateful for their help. Here comes our quandary. Recently, a friend offered to stay at the house when she learned we'd be traveling. 
while we were away, we saw from social media that she was having people over every day without our prior knowledge, having colleagues over to work, hosting dinner parties, and posting pictures on social media, clearly showing many parts of the house, including my partner's art collection, with some of the posts geotagged. This obviously brought up safety concerns for us, and I was a bit uncomfortable at the idea of strangers coming into our home and our intimacy being displayed online. I'm usually more than happy with giving our friends free reign when house-sitting, wanting them to enjoy the country life, but this time I felt uneasy. She's expressed wanting to house-sit again in the future. We don't think we'll... We don't yeah. we'll ask her again, but in avoiding a similar, but in avoiding a similar issue in the future, how would you talk about your boundaries diplomatically? Am I wrong to have these expectations? Thank you so much for your time reading this. I know you two will have the most graceful and or acerbic perspective on the matter. Please don't use my name. Hesitant flower farmer. It's not a good sign off. Kiss, kiss. This is a gay man, like 100%. It's, uh, it it's is, two it men, is. yeah. I'm, really, is. did you think two, two straight men <laughs> a floral farm together? <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is, ugh. Uh, uh, I, I, uh, Brian, I mean. I'm annoyed, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm annoyed by this question. It's very interesting what gets your hackles up, your hunches. Um, Let's hear it. Only because it is, it definitely sounds like you're not paying these people. You would have said that. No, they're so enjoying not, the country life. Uh, lucky them. We leave them gifts around the house. And they enjoy what the does, country life. What, what, one of your flowers? Like, who I'm sure it's beautiful. Right, Fresh exactly. Homemade soap. soap. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah just what yeah. I needed. Another bar soap I won't use. But they then go down to the farmer's market on the Saturday and find out it was, you know, 25 cents a bar or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Listen. You did. I, I. You did not say they were having a party. You said they were having people over. Am I right about that? Yeah, and dinner parties. Dinner. Parties. I mean, they were entertaining a lot. I'll tell you this: I wouldn't want to go to the country by myself. Wouldn't want to do it. I wouldn't. Not by myself. And how sit by myself in the well, middle of the country? Why did you take the job? You're right. Then why did you take the job? But there's something <laughs> I gotta say. If I'm going to house sit for somebody, it's not a favor to me. It's a favor to you. You understand? Yeah. Well, there are sometimes people that are happy. I get though. I get it is an inappropriate invite to invite more than one or two people over when you're house sitting somewhere. And also that has to be in the rules before. You can have people over, please obviously don't have a party and da-da-da-da. Like what you need to do in terms of setting boundaries is just say, like, we'd love for you to stay. You could just say some people have crossed the line in the past, or not even, and just say, here's sort of what the rules are at the house. But if you didn't what say, what is a don't geotag? Have, oh, I guess it you know, would say exactly I mean, the, lo- where they the are. location. I guess the exact like, location. I think you know, I'm in if, you, if you put or something, Benuto yeah. Dina, Benvenuto Dina, right? Always. That's yeah. why so I my geotag always. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what do you think, uh, why, Jesse? Why didn't they just say in the first place? By the way, like you can have one or two people, but like no big crowds. They should have. Uh, this one feels really simple. You know, you've got to have like house rules and say, we're okay with this, this, and this. Um, it just feels like a bit, it's a very like gray area because again, like if they're not being paid, 
And also you're going to want people to come and socialize with you. And that person, that friend sounds social wherever they are. You know, I mean, I wouldn't have people over every single night because I don't like people that much, you know? So that's a social person. And if you don't feel that way, don't have that person in your house. And also this isn't a situation of you're walking by their apartment, checking their mail, opening the door, making things are okay. And then going home, which is either a walk or a subway right away. You know what I mean? This is is literally you're going out into the country. Yeah. Well, they want, okay, the house sitter wanted to go out into the country. They heard that they were away and they expressed an interest in going out there. Sure. I, it would never occur to me, maybe I would say to one or two friends, if you wanted to come out and have lunch or you want to come out, we'll make dinner if they had a gorgeous kitchen or something like that. But I certainly would never host more than two or three other people that is at someone never. else's home. No. And I don't think it's appropriate to post from inside of someone's home where you're house sitting without, I mean, what Especially do I with giving things away. Like you etiquette, don't want to reveal anyone's identity through social media. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I just know. don't know if they post from their own home or whatever, but Brian for sure knows when he comes to my house on the vineyard, phones in a bag. It's so, it's honestly like you're, you're going in to watch the new Star Wars movie. It, Rana thinks that there are <laughs> clues when everywhere we're in public spaces you yeah. know i don't own the coastline when we're in public spaces if brian wants to take a selfie of himself at sunset or whatever he wants to do but sure. so, phones in a bag yeah i have house sitters a lot because we're away a lot we all we never yeah. leave our house empty we always have somebody in it and you know so I, maybe i'll just share with this person, like what we do. So, you know, there are some people where we don't make them pay. You know, if somebody is going to be there for like two or three weeks, we're like, fine, like go for it. And then, you know, there are people that want to stay there for like a long amount of time and they like pay bills or whatever. Um, But we would just quite honestly never let anybody in the house that we didn't think was gonna take care of it and make decisions that we would make yeah um, be respectful of yeah. it so it sounds like this person needs to really think about who is in that house and it feels like there needs to be some kind of transaction of money here to keep it boundaried in the way that it wants to be like you I, need i'm a thinking regular house sitter you need a regular house sitter that yeah. you pay who um, loves feeding chickens Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah, like if they're looking after the animals, then you should pay them. That's a, a job. Absolutely. Watering, all that stuff. That's a job. Yeah, that's a full-time thing. Yeah, this person needs to be a lot more realistic about what they're doing. You know, humans are complicated. We're a complicated bunch of people, and it's very naive to think that somebody can just like go into this house. And obviously they've poured their heart and soul into this house. Yes, it sounds so very you're kind of to them. Yeah, they're setting people up to fail, really, and their friendships will suffer. They need a, a harder boundary with this. Now, and what this would is, you do? Um, sorry, dear, go ahead. I was just going to say, Jesse, what would you do if, if, like, for people who are staying there that are not paying for it when, when you're there? Because, by the way, yeah. that's a different story. Who would not want to stay in an apartment in Tribeca? You know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's a gift. But if those people had 
Because I am also not on the side of inviting, as you said, as you both said, more than one or two people over. I think that's I would let and that I would let that happen. I, yeah. I'm really happy for it because especially if I know the person, like I probably know the people that are coming over. Yeah. I'm so happy with that. Uh, you know, they can have dinner parties, parties, whatever, you know, I because I trust the people that I know. Yeah. Um uh I don't have a problem with that. Uh, you know, I would kind of have a problem with like, no, I mean, I don't even really have a problem with like, with pictures, geotags is different. That's just like really annoying. And like, who wants that? Um, I don't really have like a huge problem with a lot of the things that they said, like, because they're your friend. So how close is this person really to you? And if they're not that close, don't let them in your house for a long amount of time alone, you know? Agreed. I do think that at the heart of all of this is that people just have a different opinion about their home. I would never want anyone else to sleep in my bed. That's just how I feel. And if I can afford to have no one sleep in my bed, then that's what I'll do. And, but there are some people who think, what's the big deal? We're not going to be here. Why not make some money or pay our mortgage or do whatever it is? And they rent out their house or they just think, as you're saying, I have wonderful friends. Come stay anytime. And when I'm away, I do have friends sometimes stay in my home. But everything is, this email is written from the perspective of the person who thinks everyone in the world should understand how incredibly fragile and museum-like and important their home, their sanctuary is. And what a privilege it is to stay there. And what a privilege it is to stay in this sanctuary. And I'm sorry, sweetheart, we've said it a million times, it's a goddamn job to feed someone's chickens, okay? Even if they get, (laughs) whether they get to wake up in a sewer (gasps) or on a Heston's bed, they still have to walk through your chicken shit and feed your chickens. And water your plants and do all this. And if they're agreeing to house, you know, just give them a little, Does you don't have to break the bank, but you should give them something for their trouble. And they have to drive out the there. They have to, they have to not be, you know, just, and also just find a house sitter that's local. Just find yeah. some woman that loves staying in someone else's house and doesn't mind, you know. Well, that person chores. actually sounds kind of creepy. Like a of professional house is could of be a whole different problem. Of course they're creepy. Of course they're creepy. They might be retired. Of course. Even worse. We've got nothing to lose. I know, sweetheart, but you're English. You know these people exist. These Time's ticking on. Stay of course, house that's what I'm saying. And, yeah. Maybe they yeah. just don't maybe they need um like a farmhand or like a housekeeper or a gardener. You know, they need like a consistency, like somebody that comes in four or five days a week, even when they're there for two hours and they check the chickens and the flowers, check that no one's like inside the house and then move on, you know, and they're hired full time and they have a consistency, like a relationship with this person, um, that, you know, like a permanent hire. A groundskeeper of sorts. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. I'll, I'm sure there yeah. are many of these people in the country. But I also understand this. not wanting an employee to stay in your home when you're not there. You know, who knows? No, they don't have to. They can just come in yeah. now. They need like a hot groundskeeper in the countryside and then they can write a novel about it and it will be yeah. made into um, an HBO Max miniseries with Nicole Kidman. You know, I, like absolutely. the possibilities are endless. With Jessica Biden. I'm Bannon. sure that's achievable. <laughs> 
With Magda Baden or Karina Baden. <laughs> That's right. All right. Jessica Barton. No, we didn't do we didn't do any desperate questions, so this will be a tough choice today. But let's see here, Brian. Tell Jessica Barton what happens at this point. Jessica Barton, what happens next is we pick one of the letter writers to uh receive a little gift from us, whichever one we think, whichever one we have a feeling for. Who deserves a little something? And Ron and I have a little unofficial catalog of little things that we like to send to people. So just a little should, something. And this week we, it's probably gonna be the area gene shorts. That's probably what I would say. Those are $800. They're $800, sweetheart. <laughs> and they have just a little belly chain, except it's a tushy chain instead Beautiful. of a belly chain. And on the back, could you put a picture in the chat, Brian, if you have it there? Do you have it there from the brief? Oh, that's a Why don't I just Google it? Okay, Taylor Swift jean shorts. Oh, I feel like I've seen them. Okay, Taylor. But the back of them is what you really need to see. When did she wear these? I think in one Ta- of the games. Taylor Wait, these are cute. Stone. No, come on, the back. I don't think they're so bad either. Look, the back is tacky, but like it's Taylor Swift. Like, what do you want me to say? Like, she doesn't always wear like the classiest stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't say she's a fashion maven. That's eight hundred dollars. Sure. Yeah. Look, eight hundred dollars is kind of crazy. Um, do you have the tush to pull them off? We'll send them to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the right person. They're really cute. It's just that, you know, look, like she's a genius, but she's still Taylor Swift. You know, she's very like Barbie, which is like I, not cool. I think they're the most Taylor Swift jean shorts I've ever seen in my, uh, if I'm being perfectly honest, I think they're the most Taylor Swift piece of clothing I've ever well, seen in my life because they are the picture, jean shorts that if you were 11 years old and somebody showed you a picture okay, of them, you said, that I see. someday I will grow up and I will have my own money and I will buy a pair of these jean shorts for me and I'll buy a pair for my doll. What does area mean? It's the Some brand. Some sort of brand apparently. Yeah. Having area close to like your anus is crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. It's also <laughs> it's also a reverse belly chain. It's a tush chain. Yeah. It's like if it, a tramp stamp, but it's, not. It's dang right. It's, 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 it's supposed to be ironic. It's a cutout. But Taylor Swift wore it with a bodysuit because that's Taylor Swift at the end of the that's day. Does she, she know what a tramp stamp little, is? She probably has one, but it's probably a butterfly. Right. right. Or a fairy or something. She's an 11-year-old girl and nobody wants to address it. Nobody wants to just acknowledge she's 11. I mean, she's a powerful 11-year-old girl, you know. Oh, my gosh. Genius. It could just all be, you know, for all we know, she goes home and she's just miserable, you know. It, it could all, I mean, I'm sure it is her? all a persona. Yeah. <laughs> just send something to her. <laughs> a billion more dollars. She sounds like this. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Tell Jesse the two, tell Jesse what we're going to do here. Okay. So are we going to send something to the person who may or may not be hiring Karina and who had to deal with Magda? Or are we sending it to uh, the person who, not the house sitter, but the person with the house? I think that we should send them to Boss Baby. Yeah. And I want her to wear these shorts out in the club. <laughs> She's not getting these shorts, the eight hundred the eight hundred dollars. If she, she wants she to send us seven hundred and fifty dollars, we'll buy her the shorts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it she to her. Deserves the it. She, she deserves it. She deserves everything. Now, Jesse, do you have any kind of amulet 
or a scent or a candle that you burn or anything like that. What do you have anything, anything you that tell makes you feel about good after that your makes day. you feel powerful that you wish boss baby had in her life? I mean, what makes me feel powerful at the end of the day? I mean, I just kind of like to I play like Candy Crush on my phone and just like check out. Should we get her an app? Let's <laughs> get her an app. <laughs> what do I like to do? Oh, do you know what? Wait, do you want to know what I really, this isn't really, a, can you send like gift vouchers? Maybe. Yeah. It's not, we're not getting a Roblox box if that's what this so is. So I, that no, yeah. I love going to um, Turkish baths, but you, oh, they've yeah. got to sure. be a good one. Not yes. like, yeah. um, you know, like a, a perverted one. Not one of those ones. I love going to do like a, a steam and then an ice bath. And like, um, you know, too. like the hot pool. Yeah, I, yes. that's what she needs. She needs to go and just sweat it out. I like and that. where in New York should she go and do that? Air is great. I was oh, no, say you say air. like are. Oh, it's like are. Like some, are. when you go in, they're like, welcome to are. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Isn't oh, yeah, this Because it's, like, it's like an elf. It's elf language or something. Are. Like that. Yeah. You know, I'm so... I'm not dumb, but on this occasion, I was, uh, you know, a little bit leaning towards that. I was like, so how did they keep the water here without it, like, smelling? And I was like, I'm so confused. Like, what if the water goes in my mouth? And my friend was like, what are you talking about? I was like, well, this is ancient water. Like, it's an ancient bath. They've been here for, like, hundreds of years. And they're like, no, Jess. Like, and I was like, so it's not even real. And they're like, no. And I was like, I just thought that it was... Surely, when you think about it, sure. you're like, oh, the water has like these minerals in it. Or, minerals sure. in it. It's not at all. It's just the yeah. same. It's no different than our shower. Right. They've got it, and they've got it everywhere. They've yeah. got it everywhere. Uh, I think we'll have to look into that and see how much gifts uh, certificate is to. Do we have any kind because, of the? Yeah. But you know what I was thinking of. It made me think of something, Brian. Something that would make you feel powerful. A body scrub. Yeah. Oh, oh I love a scrubbing brush. Mm-hmm. A I love brush. a scrubbing brush. Yeah, a dry brush is great. Just get send you know her a dry brush. You know what I was thinking, Brian? <laughs> yeah. I was thinking we could send her a Kinto one of our Kinto tumblers. Let's do it. Because we have the black with the hot pink <gasps> leopard on it. Show them yours. Show Jesse yours. I have yours. this one. See, this is our signature Ascarana leopard. And it's just, it's only the best sort of to-go tumbler water bottle. Keeps the hot, hot, the cold, cold. It's but we'll, stunning. I don't know it comes why from Japan. Not, I don't know why we don't Oh, yeah, you can send her a Stanley Cup. A Stanley Cup makes everybody feel powerful. But we're going to send her this Kinto, which is black with a hot pink leopard on it, which is the cat will, of course, give her the power and the strength that yeah. she needs. And then as a boss, not a boss it, baby, but boss go B-I-T-C-H, if I'll you have you a Brian. One. Yeah, I do. Uh, not as a boss baby, but a boss B-I-T-C-H. If she has a perfect manicure, she can just sort of open, twirl it and open it in the office and make her decisions about who lives and dies at this at this workplace? Yeah, this is the energy that we want. So we're gonna send the tumbler to our gorgeous boss baby. This we'll is the tumbler, the tumbler we're gonna tumbler send. To boss. Well, it's this a boss. Right let's here. be honest. Yeah. That's a boss baby tumbler. And I hate to say it, I think Connor still has a few of them available. They're at, gorgeous. They were very limited. We, them, we did them for Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are gorgeous. They're gorgeous. Yeah, they're stunning. We should send one to Jesse. She needs one too. I Jessie, really want one. You're, You're get getting one. one too. Give us your address. Live on the air. Um, 
Jesse, no, you're a well, total just send dream. us a geo tag. Send us a geo tag, and I'll send. <laughs> but I'll send it to you in Tribeca. It'll get there in a minute. He's in um, Fiasco. I don't know if you drink. You don't drink, but if you're ordering anything, yes, order it from point. Fiasco uh, in, in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. He's they're, the they're most the, incredible the liquor store, yeah. and he runs our social club for us. Every month we do a cocktail box. So if you want to come to the social club one month, we'll send you the the cocktail mm-hmm. box. Absolutely. So, yeah. But maybe Jessie, you can sober for 20 years. I have no idea. We could not be. No, I drank. Happier that you Shame joined us, you. that you gave us your wisdom, <laughs> that you gave us your time. And uh, I don't know. Can people follow you everywhere? Jess Barden? Yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, I don't have Perfect. Twitter. Yeah, follow me on Instagram. Go watch all the amazing things. She's the most talented person. Follow Go watch her all on Instagram if you're in. not already. It's Jesse Barton. She's Jessie about Barton, 47 right? million yeah. followers. Yeah. I mean, it's Jesse Barton. I, you know, the content is more of like a stream of, of consciousness. So if that's what you're but into, that's what the people like. That's what they want. They want to know you. They want to know your real life. They want to know the slice of yeah. life. That's what they like. I'm looking at you yeah. boxing right now. Are you into boxing? Oh yeah, I love boxing. Best, I mean, I don't really do it. I don't do it that much anymore. Before I had a child, I used to do it like three or four times a week. Now I do it like yeah. once a week, and like because I can't recover. Like you can't do cardio when you have a kid. You can't do that much cardio uh, because you'll probably die. Right. Um, so <laughs> I maybe do it life. like I do it as like a special occasion now. But yeah, I love boxing. Um, yeah, I'm taking a break right now on Instagram just because there's like things happening yes, in, in like the could, Middle East, you know, like are apparently, you aware of it? So yeah. I'm just taking a break and leaving it to like the great minds of the world, you know, oh, who yes. tried to figure this out for like thousands of years. I'm just taking a break. And well, luckily, all the influences are here to move into the vacuum. So don't you don't you have worry. to worry. You That's don't right. even have to yeah, read a my work a newspaper is done, or you know? watch a piece of news. You, you right. can know ex- exactly how you feel without. Yep ever picking up anything. That's so. right. Um, so I'm just well, when you're right back now, on, I'll be we'll, back. We'll be, when you're back, we'll be there to catch you and to watch you. We can't wait. Absolutely. And keep Thank us posted about- Thank you so much for having me. Obviously, there's a strike right now, but we can't wait to see what you do next. Absolutely. Oh, me too. I mean, yeah, there's, when the strike is over, I want to come back on. Because what we're to talk about, you I want to be any minute. But what I really want is a New York dinner because I want all the gossip. All we'll the have gossip. many. We yeah. have many. But New I York need you to be. Up. I need you to be keeping track of what's happening in your neighborhood and sharing it with us on the. I am. On, I'm, on the de- I'm everywhere. On the She's on the case. As they say. But, we'll she, see but, but she, when she's keeping track of the neighborhood, she becomes Karina. I want that to be. <laughs> um, okay, dear. We adore you. Kiss, kiss. So that's our program. Follow us on socials. That's no right. one does. I don't know what they're waiting for. Go right there for the long form journalism. We've got Susan Orlean, Cynthia Dupree Sweeney talking Patreon. about Patreon.com slash ask Ronis the spooky coming up October 29th. I can't wait, coming Brian. Right there's up. a real chance we could be in person together. Uh, what a, we're both going to be on the East fiasco, Coast. BK. It's not too soon to order your Thanksgiving wine from them, by the way. He'll put a terrific case together for the Thanksgiving meal. Oh, no doubt. And about then that. we've got Ronica around the corner. Ask Ron at gmail.com. Send us your this and your that and what you like and what you need to know and who you're buying for. And don't forget the price point. And we absolutely can't wait for all of it. That's right. Kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss, Ronna.
Telling the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.